recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Mianjin, Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Z Games. Z Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take? Or do you just want to share your favourite game? Find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, you're listening to Z Games. My name is Zara, and with me in the studio tonight is fellow named Paul and a taller person named Peter. And uh, I don't know why it's a competition, but uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's that seemed awfully. I'm not too sure about the energy that's being created here. Like, <laughs> this seems like a rivalry. Is it because we? Well, you know here? what I never have to do. I never have to duck indoors. Yeah, that's true. What is going on here? Like it's I was, he's shorter. I looked away for like two seconds, and now you two have like some sort of beef with each other. I just, I, yeah. That's okay. It's been it's a long time coming up, but yep. we're announcing it here. The rivalry. Oh no! Maybe um, this will help bury the hatchet um, in each other's yeah, heads. I was just about in to say, each other's in, in somewhere heads. Meaty and fleshy. We're okay. We're not here to. Oh, talk I'm about very meaty and fleshy. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Would right. you like to take control of the show again? Yes, please. Okay. Thank you. Um. Oh. All right. So we've got we've got. We've got reviews, mm-hmm. we've got gaming music, and we've got news. That we do. Um, and we've kind of got a lot to get through, so I'm just going to hop straight into the news by... Uh, who's this? This week in gaming news, Fallout is canon. Fans and fiends of Fallout, you've probably heard about the upcoming live-action series coming to Prime Video in April, and if not, now you have. And here's what we know about it so far. It takes place nine years after the events of Fallout 4 in the year 2296. It's supposed to be accessible to those unfamiliar with the games, but still contain the humour and vibe of the games. And one more thing. The events in the show will be canon according to Todd Howard. We view what's happening in the show as canon. That's what's great when someone else looks at your work and then translate it in some fashion. It's not the first time developers have been inspired by a live action adaptation of the games, as The Last of Us creators also felt similarly inspired by the live action show. What even is an indie game anyway? Dave the Diver is a game that was nominated for Best Indie Game at the Game Awards, which has sparked some discussion over what constitutes an indie game, as the team, Mint Rocket, that made the game, was a subsidiary of a multi-billion dollar company, Nexon. Mint Rocket is a team of less than 30 people and was launched by Nexon as a division that specializes in games, focusing on the essence of fun. As a result, many people don't consider Dave the Diver to be a true indie. Jeff Keighley, host and producer of the Games Awards, has weighed in saying, you can argue, does independent mean the budget of the game? Does independent mean where the source of financing was? Does it mean the team size? The definition of an indie game is hard to define and that's ultimately, it's up to the Game Awards jury to pick nominees. Why does Naruto sound like that? There's a Naruto fighting game added about called Naruto X Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. It's got fast-paced ninja battles and a story, but I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about the more awkward line deliveries that have been discovered. Did that wake you up? Understandably, it has faced some criticisms. However, the voice actors insist that they didn't actually record those lines entirely. The game covers snippets of events that have taken place across the franchise, and even dives into scenes that would be very familiar to those who have played Naruto games in the past. Except that when comparing the scenes, well, the original line delivery was just better. And fans aren't the only ones confused about it. Miley Flanagan, Naruto's English voice actor, has said, 
I can guarantee I did not say that line that way, and I guarantee no voice director of Naruto or the games would have me do that in that way. Believe it! Why does Silent Hill Ascension sound like that? The interactive television series, Silent Hill Ascension, has sparked rumors that the script might have been written by AI. Users can stream the episodes and collectively vote on choices in the series, influencing its direction. However, some scenes have been facing some scrutiny. One particular scene of note has the main characters out in the woods doing Silent Hill business when a lone NPC comes across them in a flaccid state. He declares he has been foraging for berries and he has foraged for berries for many seasons. And he makes jams. And he offers the jams before disappearing into the forest, presumably to forage for more berries. Jacob Navik insists that every word in Ascension was written by real people. And now for some upcoming games. November 30 brings Biomutant for the Switch, Gangs of Sherwood for the PC, PS5 and Xbox Series X, Hawked for the PC, Pixel Cafe for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and Switch, This Means Warp for the PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Tin Tin Reporter, Cigars of the Pharaoh for the PS4, Toastable for the Switch, December 1st brings Batman Arkham Trilogy to the Switch and Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince for the Switch. December 4th brings Make Way for the PC and The Wagadoo Chronicles for the PC. December 5th you can see Born of Bro for the PC and Tram Simulator Urban Transit for the PC. December 7th brings Arizona Sunshine 2 for the PC VR, PSVR 2. The day before for the PC, Lego Brick Tales VR for the Quest, Terminator Dark Fate Defines for the PC, Warhammer 40,000 Rogue Trader for the PC, PS5, Xbox X. That's it this week in gaming news. Thank you so much for the news, Zara. That was phenomenally uh, phenomenal as always. You should try getting the news from future Zara. It would be very interesting. That would be very interesting. Um, I'll work on that for next time. Thank you. Um, I'll just work on my time travel. I've figured out backwards, obviously, um, but forwards, still working on it. Oh, forwards is very easy. Uh, we, there's a location in New Zealand called the Time Well. Oh. Uh, you just go down it and you lose like a day. It's amazing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'll give that a go then. Um, okay, so this we just found out um, this morning for anyone who's a Stardew Valley fan, um, you might have heard about the Stardew Valley Festival of Seasons concert tour. Um, and perhaps you're one of those who were disappointed that you might not be able to attend. Uh, it's been expanded with more dates and locations, including Brisbane on April the 19th. Woo! So if you're a Stardew Valley fan, if you like farming, if you like chill music, if you like, I don't know, a concert, if you just need something to do, <laughs> Stardew Valley concert. If you're really into passing the time, you're saying. If you're into <laughs> uh, letting time progress in a manner that might be enjoyable. But only saving at the end of each day. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, then perhaps Stardew Valley Festival Seasons concert is for you. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. I really but hope that they do make everybody dress up just like all the characters from Stardew. Well, I'll be dressed as my farmer. Yeah. Um, who looks, weirdly enough, exactly like me, but pixely. Um, okay. So How are you going to pull the pixel off? Um, you know, I've been working on a new makeup technique. Mm -hmm. um, it's very blocky. Um, I don't have it on right just now. Just give everyone terrible glasses. Or I can just give everyone terrible yeah. glasses. Um, that could work. But, but it's not the only music thing that's happening in next year. Yeah, yeah. In uh, it's January, we've still got that uh, Tony Hawk concert coming, where it's yep. uh, Tony Hawk and a bunch of skaters apparently doing a half-pipe inside doing musical. Doing like sick tricks or something. But with bands, bands playing, playing the soundtrack of um, of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So cool. I think it's... Um, <laughs> yeah. 
um, yeah, so there are still tickets available for that as well. Yeah, that's um, a is a day one for all ages and a night one, eighteen mm-hmm. plus, and the night one has body jar added. Yeah, so these do are uh, these are quite popular, um, and these are awesome. So get in while you still can, but not yeah. too quickly because I still need to buy a ticket. You're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games on Four Triple Z. Oi, mate, you're listening to Z Games at Four Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Z Games at 4 Triple Z. Got a bit carried away. My name is Zara, and with me in the studio tonight is Peter and Paul. Woo! I beat you to it. I was about to say my own name, and then I got cut off. Very well done. But, Paul... Don't you have something to share with us today? Yeah. Yes, it's a horrible truth. A horrible truth? Of myself that oh, I am. Oh, no. But you're always sharing horrible truths about yourself. Yes. Um, whilst being of average height, I am shorter than Peter. Yes, this is accurate. <laughs> yeah. But mm. that's because Peter um, is eight feet tall. So I am a giant. He's yeah. a freak. Yeah. yeah. I so am. Big freaking giant. Anyway, He's a certified like a- freak seven days a week. Damn Ooh. right. He's got a... Only at the daytime, though. Nighttime, I'm just sleeping um anyway so <laughs> we're here to talk about video games and paul you're here to talk about our specific video game I called am. Called, called, oh, oh, the, the, the hand gesture that uh, that's referring to what I should call the game. Yeah. Yes. Well, th- this is a, this is a little game called Cuisinier, uh, which is how I choose to pronounce it. I've heard others Cuisinier. say Cuisinier. Cuisinier. I'm like that is wrong. I like Buccaneer, but with cuisine at the front. Cuisinier. This game, if you will believe it, is yet another one of those. Oh, I've come back to my hometown, and oh, I've no. been. I, I have to run a cafe. No. But you're, but I'll also have to go out and fight monsters in roguelike dungeons to I get mean, things from no. my cafe. So, I mean, the running the cafe is the dream nowadays. Can't believe this keeps happening. Well, I would say this game's primary focus is probably on the fighting the monsters, huh? uh, but the cafe side is still like relatively fleshed out um so the real question is and we can cut to the quick chase here is why would you choose this one over say moonlighter or um uh, dave the diver yep um so uh this one combat is pretty good Mm. uh you randomize dungeons there's four main areas you'll make your way through in the game uh but it's the theming that I think is going to attract most people to here. This is a food-based game. When you go out, you're going to go and fight for food. So first there's these sort of chicken creatures. When you kill them, you get either eggs or, or pale meat, they call it. It's right, just some right, chicken. Yes. Uh, but soon you start like sort of bushes attack you and you get leafy greens when you Ooh. get them. Then suddenly you uh, there's ones that uh, drop poison. Poison in this game. Can you guess what the poison will be? I'll give you a little hint. This game's from Singapore. What would the poison... That does not clear anything It up. is the stench of durian. Oh, oh. right. You, and you get durian grenades as well. Okay. Oh. So, uh, the... Aesthetically, it's very pretty. Uh, as we were saying, uh, it's what, Waikfu? It's Waikfu. Waikfu, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, I know this, I don't know. But sort of very similar, you know, this sort of tangentially anime style that's a bit softer as well. Yeah. Um, 
very nice visuals, very e- easily readable, but it's, you know, all this fun, like, food ideas. Your, your main way of getting health is with bubble tea. Ooh, um, that's correct. That yes, is correct. an accurate statement. Uh, yeah. Which then also, as you learn recipes and go up, um, I didn't realize this at first, while you, when you open your cafe and you're running it for people, um, you know, they're putting in orders, but also you can go and cook outside of, um, outside of that time and you can take the food yourself. Oh. Uh, and that might give you certain elemental abilities and such. Right. So it's an extremely solid game. Uh, the base, uh, it's quite generous with the money you're making from running the cafe, so it's not, not a huge grind fest, but there are a lot of things to upgrade. So whilst you can generally every day buy new things, uh, you know, they're still going to take you a little while to go through. It'll probably take most people sort of 20-ish hours to get through the whole thing. Right, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe That's a little a, bit more, maybe a little less. It's a pretty decent thing, bite. It took me so long to make progress in this game. Because I have a problem. Oh. You know, it's one of those games where you go out to the dungeon and you leave when you want to. Ah. Oh, no. So, I would have my inventory completely full. Continuing to play would be madness. Pointless. Everything is full. But what if I found an ingredient that was better than some of the things I've already picked up? I should keep going. I died conservatively 90% of the time. And this game, like, at first, it's sort of like taking away half my stuff. Yep. It was taking away, like, 80% of my stuff, like, oh. mid to this game. I was like, oh, great. I left with, like, my eggs and my wood, the most useless things for me to have. You went oh. into a casino with $1,000 okay. and walked out with 10 cents. Here's where it gets worse. i like, okay, I'm dying a bit. I want, like, a bigger leeway. So I'll just go in and I can change the difficulty. And all that does is make you take less damage. Yep. I'm like, great. I'll fill up, I can explore, and then go, no, I just go longer. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you love that gameplay element sort of idea, but you just didn't want to do the rest of it. I'm like, I've like defeated a boss, had no health. It's like, but you know what? Instead of leaving, I'm just going to check out that next room, which is a combat arena. It's just, it's just, it's a constant, it's a constant, like, just one more page. I don't, I don't even take healing chapter. items with me. I am my own worst enemy. <laughs> Oh, this sound, don't, sounds no. like me in every cave in every yeah. RPG game. Yeah, you yeah, keep yeah. pushing further in until you can't get out. So if you have problems like me, this will not solve those problems. You need to learn to do that yourself. Um, overall, though, I c- describe this as a very solid game. I, the combat, while very good, uh, does not excel in any particular way. It's very basic to begin with. I quickly got some equipment, which made it more interesting, and I thought that would then evolve in a more roguelike way. But mm-hmm. you don't really pick up stuff on each run. It's just a randomization of levels. You're building up the equipment elsewhere, and like you quickly get some interesting stuff but then that plateaus very quickly so by the time you're in end game you haven't really got anything that much fancier than what you've got in by the mid game so okay. it's oh. you know uh, and the cafe is cute but like the town's very nice got lots and lots of people to talk to it's, it's kind of a nice scale where i quickly got to meet like understand who everyone was oh that's like, nice oh, like, i yeah, like, actually know this character otherwise. sure they're just all asking me to like could you go get me a fish could you go get me some griefy leafy greens but you know they had a little bit of personality that was nice so yeah. if you just want a solid game of this type if you like and you've already done your moonlighters and everything and and dave the dyer is you know wonderful but it's also less focused there's mm. so much to do in that yeah, game yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a focused thing with a really really great theme so if you love that theme because uh, it, it is very cute I loved all the like food puns and stuff going on oh and what? people at your, at your restaurant you, you have to cook food and t- get them at the till but once you get into the game 
Some people try to dine and dash. <gasps> oh. Do you have to go murder them? Uh, I've always wanted to chase them, down someone who dines okay, and dashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Very serious question. This will refer uh-huh. to Zara as well. Is there crabs? Is there crabs? Y- yes, there are crabs. Okay. Yes. As yeah. an ingredient confirm. or a friend? Or both? And, uh, food. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I mean... Food and friends, as I always say. Yeah, I'm friends with all my food. Every morning as I devour my cereal, I Mm. say goodbye to my friends. Yeah, yeah. Each cornflake. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Loved you. Um, See you in the next life. Yeah. That sounds like a nice little game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. My name is Zara, and with me in the studio tonight is Peter and Paul. How are you two? My my, we're my. two peas in a pod. You're t- oh my god, this is so beautiful. You two started out with this like rivalry, and now you two are like your arms around each other. You're sort of caressing each other. Um, it's we're so playing footsie under the table. Oh, yeah. I okay. Um, <laughs> alrighty. Um. <laughs> Love is beautiful. But do you know what is Thankfully, also... Thankfully, it's also blind. And <laughs> love is blind. Um, but do you know what is also beautiful um, and not blind? Um, you! Me! Is, was that the answer? That, was the cor- that wasn't the answer, but, no, but it, it was, was a correct. good suck-up answer. It was good. It was really uh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have a, I have a game review tonight um, for everyone. Um, and, hmm. All right. I think... You two are going to have to share one microphone. Mm. Come on down. That's right. Yes, we are losing microphones one by one. Actually, hang on. Let me try. Let's try. Let's try that for now. Um, But you know what? It's not about you two, actually. It's about me. I'm reading. I have a review of Forest Grove. part of the remote forensic bureau and you're facing a case fraught with urgency and intrigue. Zoe, spelt Z-O-O-E-Y, the orphan heiress of a tech empire has gone missing. It has been 24 hours since she was last seen by her stepmother at 11pm when she was tucked into bed. No one seems to know where she is and you know it's a race against time. If she isn't already dead, she might be soon. Forest Grove is a detective game that focuses on exploration, all presented in a semi-realistic 3D style. With an array of mechanics and tools that you'll need to learn and understand, it's a bit of an intimidating game, but one that can be quite rewarding at times, and rather frustrating at other times. So, let's take a look at the facts. Zoe, 16 years old, is missing. She was last seen by her stepmother at 11pm. Right. Zoe has a history of illness, both physical and mental, and lost her mother to suicide. The loss of her father is also a presumed suicide. The suspects. Her stepmother, of course, she was the last person to see her. Mm-hmm. Zoe's boyfriend, mm-hmm. Zoe's best friend, mm-hmm. and Zoe's doctor are also suspects. But it's not enough to just suspect someone. You must also investigate. Shock horror. But it's not. No, I'm just saying it's the best friend. That's it. (laughs) But it's the future. Hold on to your theory. Hold on to your theory. But it's the future. So we're not going to the scene of the crime. 
Instead, we're going to use a nano deck to recreate Zoe's home to the smallest details, including the traces of past conversations and DNA left behind. Ironically, this technology was developed by Zoe's family, and you must use this technology to find her before it's too late. So what does this mean? It means you have a totally accurate recreation of Zoe's home. Any evidence that could be found is available to you. You just need to find it and piece it together. A hairbrush would have DNA traces on it. A book has fingerprints and a mug has saliva on it. Pick up an item, look over it closely and record any traces you may find on it. You may come across a computer or a tablet belonging to Zoe or one of the parties close to her. It's usually password protected, but some people have dreadful password practices, which makes it all too easy to unlock and scroll through conversations, some of which are very private. What you find may be evidence or a clue. Maybe. But there is a tool available to you that helps you understand truly what may have happened. A tool that digitally recreates conversations based on remnants of sound waves, I think. The game didn't really explain it much further, but you know, sound leaves a permanent echo that can be perfectly preserved in a digital recreation of a house to recreate a whole spoken conversation that wasn't actually recorded. I guess. Don't think about it too much. The point is you can literally listen to conversations from the past. Everything you discover, all the DNA traces you find, and the pieces of evidence are all logged in the evidence board. The more clues you find, the more complete the timeline is. Connections between objects and people are made, the locations of people and when are made clear, but the game never tells you this is the kidnapper. You must gather evidence, and only when you're 100% confident that you found everything you possibly could, then you can have your parlor room scene. Then you can put together timeline events. Then you can identify where Zoe is. Then you can identify who the guilty party is. But who that is, is up to you. You might be wrong. You might be right. It's up to how you interpret the evidence, your deductive reasoning, and maybe just a bit of a gut feeling. Forest Grove is a very detailed game, and I really enjoyed finding clues, talking through my suspicions with my friends, and explaining, explaining why I think it's so-and-so. There are a lot of puzzles, ranging from riddles to hidden objects to just plain old snooping around. The game has a lot of atmosphere, and uncovering the backstory of this family and the dynamics at work is very satisfying. I love drama. I like a bit of gossip, and I like a bit of a oh my god moment. But this game has problems, and the biggest one is its tendency to crash at important key points. Ooh. Whenever I made a breakthrough in the case, it would crash. I used a new mechanic for the first time, crash. Even when I was about to declare who I think the kidnapper was, you guessed it, the game crashed. I'm guessing it's an optimization issue, but I won't go further into what I think the developers should have done to improve its ability to run. But it is a problem, and the process of booting up the game over and over when I'm making breakthroughs and connecting dots is very frustrating. Despite that, I did enjoy Forest Grove. I technically haven't finished it. I lost my motivation when I crashed for the eighth time in three hours. But I really like the game that the game gives you all these puzzle pieces and it makes some connections between the pieces. But ultimately the shape and image of the puzzle is up to you. The actual solution is up to you. And I have my suspicions. I might try to confirm my theory at some point, but building the story of Zoe and her life is even more interesting. Emphasis on building the story. It's a lot of fun to suss about and draw your own conclusions. So, who do you think did it? The stepmom, the boyfriend, the best friend, 
maybe even Zoe's father? You tell me. Um, father. Definitely the best friend. Those are good guesses. So yep. I have I have a couple of questions. Yeah. Because I'm I you know. Uh, adventure detective things I'm always into um, when it comes to like looking and getting evidence as such uh, how much is that a, like is it a manual process or is it just pick it's up an item it goes into a like a list or something no 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 no. so you pick up an item and you do have to rotate it around you do have to sort of zoom in mm-hmm. on sort of like key areas like the rim of the mouth or the handle let's say say a mug in this example um, so you look around those areas and if you look very very closely You'll find a little, a little something to highlight, and and that'll indicate that there's something of note there yes. for you to make. And then yeah, you yeah. sort of scan it, and does a little beep 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 beep, um, because this is a future version of uh, um, uh what's it called again? Magnifying glass, <laughs> right? Yeah. Enhance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. A lot of it is just kind of like rotating an object around to find those little dots. Um, but it's kind of really fun to find an object and be like, ooh, is this something? what could this mean and it might be like it just might be a pen that someone just used to sign a piece of paper maybe the piece of paper that was signed was um the insurance payout forms i don't know yeah I, I, well yeah. it's a pity you didn't get to finish it because i i'd be very interested in that it let if it lets you select anyone you want mm, for your own reasoning it and if it does or does not confirm anything after that point yes i would like yeah. to see if it does confirm because what it reminds me of paradise killer from a few years ago where you could yeah you, you can just I mean in that game you can run straight to the end and just say ah that guy and they get screwed and you do whatever you want um, or you can actually work it out but even once you know what goes on you can still make someone the patsy if you decide yeah and no. there's no there's no confirmation there's no it's just you sort of role playing the ending right. so yeah. always an interesting way to play with a detective game like the game has this uh, uh, confidence meter and you need to fill out that confidence meter before you can make your <gasps> declaration I can't, I can't just declare you someone just, that I don't like you can't just like, like skip straight to the end I tried that I was like <laughs> I know who it is it's a stepmom um, and the game was like no no you're not confident and I was like I I feel <laughs> I'm confident but, but it at least seems that you're allowed to get that confidence meter up for probably it's designed to do yeah, it for anyone yeah because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't it doesn't go like oh the stepmom was like here at this point with uh, like a murder weapon or something um, you have to sort of make those connections yourself um, it's kind of overwhelming actually the amount of detail that's in this game awesome um, but yeah I just wish it didn't crash so much. Oh, it sounds more like pay attention to it and see what yeah. current user reviews and what the dev notes say because yeah. more stability sounds... Um, um, it officially released yesterday um, mm-hmm. and I know as of this morning it's still having those issues. So I'm hoping that it will get fixed because it yep. does put a bit of a damper on things. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a week and see if they fix the optimizations and stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. My name is Zara, and with me in the studio tonight is Paul and Peter. Oh, my pee pals. Yes. I wish I didn't say that. We. I regret that. Um, we're coming up to the end of the show, unfortunately. That but, we are. Um, I had fun tonight. I did. Um, and I just wanted to know what have you two been playing lately? 
Have you been playing anything interesting? Nothing as interesting as I wish I could have. Uh, I've still got a couple of games on my list to play sort of thing, but they're waiting for two weeks until I finish uni. Then I can enjoy the time and sit down and properly play them. Which Can I get a title for one of these games? Well, Sea of Stars. Yep. I've finished the first chapter of that, and I'm just like, nope, I'm going to sit this one down, come back to it when I've got more time. And Final Fantasy 16, it's been there since launch. (laughs) When you get more time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When the games slow down and life doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, we all have it. Yeah. At least a a few of my tick boxes are gone completely. Primarily, I've been trying to make my way through um, Alan Wake 2, but um, last night I just loaded up a game called Foot Clinic <laughs> on the Switch, which yep. I, I, I bought the the enhanced edition for like a dollar a while ago. It's um, everything that I can I, imagine. I, I wrote an article on it online. <laughs> it's, um, I'm sorry, my, what, my what is it called again? Foot Clinic. Foot um, Clinic. You're kind of a podiatrist, but also for some reason you put on tattoos and um, like once a day someone will come in and you're like, you look bad. And then you give them a mouth swab because, you know, foot... Um, because I don't know if you're a podiatrist or if you're disease, a nail technician or what. Um, but yeah, you swab them and then you test them. It says, oh, now it's time to vaccinate them. And you just like spray them. And, but you charge them like one and a half grand. What? Nice. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's not a game. It's a fetish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not quite quite up to fetish level, but, but I'm sure it could work for some people. It's getting suspicious there. Yes, right. yes, yes. I was actually thinking about, because um, this is part of this thing I do, the Trash Enthusiast Society, which we do at PAX, um, and I was thinking about next year just making every game we do about feet ah. because it's not a small genre. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It. No, <laughs> and I think I don't really want to um, unbox that can of worms, you know? Like, we'll, I don't just, want we'll, to just fi- we'll just pick something else. Wait, like, we'll, an ear game? An Probably ear some game? ear games. I don't yeah. want to think about an ear games game. Games inside the human body. Games inside. Was there, there, there is an was excellent there ever an os- Osmosis Jones video game? I don't know. There's a British game that was like made for free education called Privates that you like... Uh, it's to teach kids about venereal diseases and stuff. Okay. You, you go in, like it's a side scroller and you go in, you're, you're soldiers, you're there to, to wipe out the, the um, gonorrhea and everything. It's, right. um, it's actually accurate, not a bad game. It might have been on Xbox as well. I think you can still get it on PC. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So right. The more you know. I like the law accuracy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up there for tonight. <laughs> um, Let's delve deeper. We'll think a lot about how many foot games are out there. Um, and with that, good night. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. And good luck. And good luck. Have yes. fun. I love you. Have a great week. Have safe fun. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at ZED Games AU. See you next time.